might get loud. It might light a fire within you. It's all hands on deck. Listening pleasure. 94.9 News Now presents Mean Chet Martin, the Long Island Redneck Brian Bro, and Fearless C.V. Burton. This is Freedom on Deck. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Mean Chet Martin here with you and by my side, the New Hampshire Redneck right around the corner from me now, Mr. Brian Bro. Listen, the son of perdition is about to rear his ugly face. Mm. And the fearless one himself, Mr. C.V. Burton. Rest in peace, Tony Bennett. That's true, yes. there's a lot. We'll play some Tony Bennett during the show. Yeah, Tony yeah. Bennett passed away, man. That's pretty wild. Um, I was amazed to see how many albums and songs that man has recorded. Uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. He led a pretty exemplary life. Of course, all of us being from New York, everybody knows Tony Bennett in New York. So yeah. a, a, a big name, a big voice, and definitely lost uh, for some pretty good music, too. Yeah. Listen, uh, second week in a row, we got no guests because I've been in the big move. And yes, I do mean big. Uh, I finally got the digs. I got the job. I got the... Uh, the kids, everything's lining up. The ducks are on a row. I haven't seen Brian yet. I've been here over a week. I haven't seen Brian. Uh, he, <laughs> I, I lost his, I, <laughs> I lost his number. Things just kind of fell through last week, and we were missing him on the show too. But he's here with us. And um, yeah, listen, um, I know you'll be harassing me here soon, Brian. But I've, all, I've only had the, I've only had my cell phone number for like the last fifteen years, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you called me with another number, Susan. It said Susan when he called CV. That, like, that's <laughs> that. That's who I am on the weekends. I'm like, what's going on? That's, that's who so he then, is when he dresses up. So then, that's when that. I talk to CV, I'm you know I'm like I can't find that number. It was gone, and I'm like, man, I, it was Susan or something. I couldn't think of. It was just a confusing time for me. So uh, missing Brian last week was. Not not a big deal because we're here now and we're just going to get right into it. We got we got the whole show with you. So unfortunately, the listeners are going to listen to us the entire time, but we will keep you on the edge of your seat. There's a lot going on in the country, guys, and I'm just going to start it with the whistleblower testimony. Okay, so on Wednesday we learned the identity of whistleblower X who is Joseph Ziegler, a self-proclaimed Democrat who has worked at the agency since 2010. He told the Oversight Committee in the House and Accountability Committee that he handled 95% of the evidence in the Hunter Biden tax investigation. Ziegler testified that throughout the five-year investigation, he felt handcuffed, hamstrung, marginalized, and ultimately stopped from moving forward in the manner he would for any other scofflaw. Ziegler wrote a 99-page memo laying out the case of felony charges wholly consistent in the IRS guidelines governing charging in tax evasion cases. He maintains that every investigator and prosecutor on the case agreed felonies were in order. No one wanted... A replay of the Hillary Clinton illegal server scandal, and that's how it was dealt with, with Mr. Hunter Biden. Here's a quote. Anytime we potentially wanted to go down the road of asking questions related to the president, it was. That's going to take too much approvals. We can't ask those questions. Ziegler told CBS that's what he heard as the excuse. And I mean, it created an environment that was very hard to deal with. Gary Shapley, the second whistleblower, also testified that every time prosecutors wanted to talk to Joe Biden's grown grandchildren or others who were receiving payments from foreign companies connected to the big guy, investigators shut them down. Shapley told the committee that every step of the way 
decisions were made that benefited the subject of the investigation. That included the Justice Department stretching out the investigation to allow the statute of limitations to expire. Shapley says the U.S. attorney for D.C. appointed by Joe Biden was the one who had the final call on whether felony charges were brought against Hunter. U.S. Attorney David Weiss also testified under oath and told a room filled with five other senior FBI and IRS agents that he was not deciding in a personal level or whether charges are filed. All right. Now, going down the line, it becomes clearly obvious through both whistleblowers, Brian, that Joe Biden was not only protecting his son and probably if he could have thrown his son to the lions, he would have done so. But he was protecting Joe Biden, and that became pretty clear. And and it's become pretty evident that in the Obama administration, he was allowed to get away with whatever he wanted to do. And right now it's being clearly seen that Joe Biden was protecting himself and had all the agencies behind him to do so. Well, you know, it's just funny that, you know, it's like. Oh, we would have to get approval from the president. Right. Like, are you are you kidding me? You know, that isn't that the guy that you're investigating him and his son? Why would yeah. you have to even tell him that he's being investigated? I, I mean, how many how many criminals know that they're being investigated before the charges come down upon them? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't know. It, 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 this whole thing, like as far as the 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 country this regime i don't want to call it a presidency anymore this nope. regime is out of control america is a it's a it's a kangaroo you know a banana republic yeah <laughs> just, all the bad it, things it really, combined it, it, all the bad things combined just uh, call it what you will um we really i mean we don't have elections anymore we don't have uh, I mean, if, if you want it's to call them elections, it's a joke. Right. So, you know, to see this type of thing, um, it's disheartening. I mean, what can the American people rely on in this government right now? Yeah. What agency, what what branch of the government can the American people rely on um, to protect them right now? No, nothing. Congress, maybe nothing. You know, Congress? CV, CV, this well, whole maybe thing. The Congress, that, well, yeah, well, that's the only one that you can actually look the to. only one that you could even look to. Yeah. But CV, as Brian said, this was clearing the president's desk who, who ultimately had the say-so on whether charges would be brought. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. And it's amazing to see that this was still being floated around. And finally, we're hearing from these whistleblowers who were afraid they were going to be shot. Yeah. This really shows the Democrats as the hypocrites that they really are because during the Trump impeachment trials or hearings, they were treated whistleblowers like they were, uh, gods. you know, gods. You know? They would throw mm-hmm. roses at their feet when they walked down the aisle, you know. And uh, these whistleblowers, like uh, Joseph Ziegler, for example, you know, they outed him as being gay and having a husband and all that stuff. He wanted to keep that under wraps, but they wanted to embarrass him. I thought they were for gay rights. Apparently, so. it, it, only if you're a liberal Democrat. I don't know. You know, stretching out the investigation to allow the statute of limitations to expire reminds me a lot of John Durham, who took years and years and years and came out with, you know, something weak. Oh, they, they really shouldn't have done it. Oh, gee, yep. thanks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I exactly. Bet, and I bet Obama was strong-armed by China to take Biden under his wing as his VP. Because why would he, and, have, why would he in his right mind pick Joe Biden, of all people, to be his running mate? And of course, and, and you know, Brian, of course, we and we're going to be talking about it a little later, they're trying to bring charges on Trump again. I mean, for anybody to be doing this and, and taking this seriously right now, with Donald J. Trump, they're just trying to end his life, basically. I think they want him to absolutely be uh, starved out of the United States. Meanwhile, you have a regime here, not a presidency, and we never regarded them as a presidency because he never won. But you have a regime here that's out of control, and they're allowing it, and the media doesn't show you any of this stuff. 
there's still people out there that don't know this is happening. It's amazing to me. Well, I mean, the thing that, you know, that I find interesting is like, to me, I see it as a form of weakness because they're not, it, it, you already have, what is it? He's being indicted two or three times. This would be the fourth indictment, right? This or is the like third. That. This would be the, the third. 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 So, so I, apparently you guys don't feel too strongly about the first two trumped up charges and, you know, no pun intended, uh, right. you know what I mean? Against uh, the man. Because if you were so confident, then why would you need to find something else? It's it's it, it's all a it's all a freaking dog and pony show, man. Yeah, it's all it's all a show. It's all hot air. There's nothing there. They just want to keep doing that. And again, it's in order to cover up what's actually happening in this country with an out of control government regime that was put into place by the government themselves, not the people. Listen, we, we do have to go. We're running up against it. CV shared something from Wayne Allen Root. I'm going to read that when we get back. And CV and Brian are going to give you some answers on what Wayne is saying in this article. I think it's important. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. You're asking me, will my love grow? I don't know. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, well, CV sent this my way and Brian's way, and I felt that it was a good good read. And, of course, on this station every night we hear Wayne Allen Root right here on 94.9 News Now. And every Wednesday, Lee Elsie, who put us on the air... Uh, host for Wayne Allen Root. So the article that CV sent is by Mr. Wayne Allen Root, and I'm going to read it word for word. It's so damn obvious you'd have to be delusional, naive, a moron, or a Democrat not to understand what went down. You'd have to be delusional, naive, a moron, or a Democrat not to understand (laughs) our country has been sold out. And you'd have to be blind, deaf, and dumb not to understand this wasn't Biden's plan. Biden has always been Obama's useful idiot. The answer to every question about who committed the crimes, who sold out our country, who is the mastermind is always the same. It's all out in the open now. Everyone can see that Joe Biden is the most corrupt human to ever sit in the White House. He stole 10 of millions of dollars as the vice president. He extorted and accepted money from companies and countries around the globe. His son, Hunter, was the bagman. Joe was the big guy who got a large piece of every dirty deal, every bribe. And then like Al Capone, he cheated on his taxes. Biden hid the money in 20 shell companies and in offshore bank accounts and paid little to no taxes on all that dirty money. Biden makes Al Capone and the Gambino crime family look like amateur pickpocketers. What did (laughs) Obama know and when did he know it? Obama was president when all this went on. Obama was in charge when Biden was robbing us blind. Obama oversaw all the crime, corruption, extortion, and tax fraud. Obama was president when his vice president's son ran around the world in a one-man crime and sex spree. When Hunter Biden acted like he represented the United States government while snorting coke and smoking crack off hookers' backs. While having sex with underage girls while filming it all the while and putting it on his laptop, opening the entire United States to blackmail. Obama was obvious to the crimes being committed by his vice president. Obama didn't know about the nonstop extortion racket 
going on right under his nose, question mark. Obama did know about Hunter's escapades and the blackmail danger he was putting our country in. No one in the Secret Service told Obama what they were seeing. Not one of Obama's aides noticed that the vice president was crooked or that his son was a one-man gangster and sex fiend representing the United States all over the world. Obama never heard a word about Burisma, Question mark. Obama didn't know his vice president's son was on board with a foreign company while Biden was extorting the president of Ukraine by withholding one bill in the U.S. foreign aid in order to force him to fire the prosecuting investigator in his son's company. Question mark. No alarm bells were ringing in the White House. Question mark. No one in the DOJ or FBI ever warned Obama what was going on with his vice president. Now, there's a bit more here, guys, but if I keep going on and on, we're going to run out of time. CV, the blame that Wayne Root is, is showering on to Barack Obama's, and I'll just say it, backside, and I'm sure he's had other showers on his backside before, too. Um, Is this for sure and in line with your thinking? Yeah, for the last several episodes, I've been harping on Barack Obama. As uh, Brian aptly pointed out, that he's the son of perdition. And I want to illustrate what the throne of Satan looks like on planet Earth today. You ready? Picture this. Sure. Because it's highly likely... There's this room, okay? It's a situation room, likely in one of Obama's mansions. But uh, where it is is not important. There is this situation room. It's a large room with paintings on the wall. It has a long and wide red mahogany conference table, long enough to fit eight leather armchair seats comfortably on either side. And a picture of wine, coffee, tea, snacks, and papers handed out with bullet points on them. No phones are allowed. It's like a skiff, a sensitive, compartmented information facility. And there, there you see Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett seated in the middle right next to each other. You know, so Valerie can whisper in his giant ears whenever necessary. <laughs> and uh, she's really the brains behind the outfit. Then, oh, look, there's Susan Rice. She's right there. She's looking pretty snappy. She's wearing a nice new top. She, you know, she's a top advisor during uh, Obama's tenure in the White House. And in this administration, she was Biden's chief handler until people caught on. So she bailed out and was replaced by somebody else that she probably controls. And, uh, you know, she's the conduit through which orders from Barack go to Jill and other aides of Joe Biden. Others at the table are uh, captains of industry, media, government and officials of various intelligence agencies. They all look to Valerie and Barack for guidance. They have to because the communist mindset needs a chief dictator to be loyal to. And they are all gaga for Obama. We know that. And uh, he and Valerie are just giving orders. uh, I should say they're not just giving orders in this room. It's a think tank. They've all done studies and polls and trends and operations. And they're, they're all pitching in with their ideas and data and facts. And this whole regime and all the actions being undertaken by the DOJ, the the, uh, New York's DA, media coverage, social media censorship, it's all coming out of this room. Okay, this is the brains of the operation. And outside of this meeting, they probably meet with uh, Xi Jinping or Klaus Schwab, but, but they have probably have representatives there in the meeting room already anyway. So to bring this whole operation down, you have to... You have to get to Valerie Jarrett and Barack Obama, but they are the most protected and most insulated, even more than Biden is protected. And he's very much protected by the DOJ, as we know. Joe is just dangling out there, taking all the blame. And this emboldens the Obama faction even more. And he's even too stupid to know that as far as um, I'm yeah. talking about Joe Biden. <laughs> he's too stupid to know but- anything. He's too stupid to know that. And and that's why they put him there. And we know that, Brian. Um, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with Wayne Root. I agree with what CV's saying. Barack Obama is at the center of the destruction of what's going on in this country right now. Absolutely. I mean, when Barack Obama was president and Joe was vice president under him, I mean, Barack Obama was walking around the White House dressed as Satan. <laughs> you know what I mean? With horns on his head. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the guy is the guy is um, garbage. He's just garbage. Um, you know, and. 
I'm not surprised by any of this that, you know, oh, did Barack Obama know? Of course Barack Obama knew. He was, Barack Obama was, you know, visiting, you know, Voodoo Donuts and, and you know, Comet Pizza in, in D.C. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the guy was, the guy was had, you know, six, what was it, $60,000 worth of pizza and hot dogs delivered to a, some Chicago event. Like, uh, you know, $60,000 worth of hot dogs and pizza, eh? That's a lot of hot dogs and pizza. <laughs> did you see Mitt Romney you know, so, talking about hot dogs? recently oh his, man i heard his husband big mike likes hot dogs <laughs> oh yeah probably loves them um you know and and it's just like and it's like it, it, so you know when you when you look at that and you look at all the things that happened under barack obama's uh, presidency uh, with joe there um you know it's no surprise to me i don't i'm not surprised i'm not surprised at all these people are the synagogue of Satan. They, are, they, they, this is who they belong to. And these people are taking down America, watching it crumble from within, you know, it, you know, it, it, taking over our local elections and our local prosecutors and all these things that like Soros and the Clinton Foundation and all these, you know, uh, elitists that have all the money are doing to this country. They're doing it on the local level. I mean, it's it's kind of like a a, a, a double front because they're doing it on the national level too. But they mm. know that the national level is harder to accomplish. The mm. local level's easy. You give some local, you know, DA half yeah. a million dollars, they can probably win an election. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, and, so and not only and that, that's what that, we're that seeing. Gives them a, that gives them a good future in politics. And I also want to say, you know, Barack Obama was put into power by the media. He was put into power by social media. He was evil enough and crafty enough to take advantage of that and take advantage of the American people. And the folks that we thought maybe were on our side back then were not. And now that we see someone who is like Donald J. Trump and a very handful picked of other individuals, we see that they will stop at nothing in order to take them down because anybody that gets in their way is getting away oh, in the way of the globalist cabal that is rotting this country to its core. Listen, we've got another segment coming up soon. Don't go anywhere. Some, some of our advertisers are up. Come back. 94.9 News Now Stimulating Talk. Just the way you look tonight. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, this one's coming out of the Federalist, guys. On Thursday, we finally got to see the document the FBI had been withholding. Again, kind of going back to these, uh, these hearings from Congress about an alleged 10 million Ukraine bribery scheme that involved Hunter Biden and Vice President Joe Biden, whom Burisma paid to get rid of a Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the energy firm. Uh, The document is damning if there wasn't enough evidence for the GOP-controlled House to open impeachment proceeding against the Biden administration before. There certainly is now. Recall that former President Donald J. Trump was impeached by Democrats just for asking the Ukrainian president about the Biden bribery scheme on a phone call, the perfect phone call, as uh, we call it on this show, and famously called the perfect phone call by by Donald J. Trump. Now, now we know there was a good reason for Trump to be asking about it. And we also know there's far more evidence Biden engaged in an impeachable and possible criminal offenses than there were ever against Trump when Democrats first impeached Trump at the end of 2019. Now, 
I just wanted to bring that article up to talk about impeachment of Biden. Now, Brian, I'll come to you first. Why the hell have they not started charging and bringing up impeachment against this administration if Congress is so gung-ho about doing so? Well, they have. I mean, remember, uh, what was her name? Laura Boebert. Um, yes. She 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 brought she up articles of impeachment, but she brought up articles of impeachment for for yeah for different reasons, basically yeah. for dereliction of duty, so to speak. Right. Our government is so rogue. I mean, I, I I honestly I don't even know who the good guys are and the bad guys are. I don't even know if there are good guys and bad guys. I think they're just all bad guys at this point. I mean, we see we see ones that where you thought they were good, and and like like Marjorie Taylor Greene, and then and then all of a sudden now they're flipping and canoodling with with um. Yeah, uh, you know what's his time. name? The Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Right. You know, and it's like you know, I mean, you know, it, it, could could you get any more rhino than Kevin McCarthy? I no. mean, so you know, so you see, so you see these flips and these flops, and you even see it on the Democrat side. You know, Democrats, and then all of a sudden now they're they're they're, they're going independent. You know what I mean, and all uh, whatnot. You just they're blurring the lines. They're they're keeping you guessing and all the while behind closed doors working together because they have an agenda and that is a one world government. They all are moving that way. So, you know, it it, it ticks me off to see this stuff happen to us. But I I mean, we got to start waking up. I think I mean, we really have to start. We really have to start waking up. You know, are you going to see Biden impeached? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think you probably have a better um, you probably have a better chance at a 25th Amendment type of thing where he just he's he's drooling on himself too much in front of the camera (laughs) that to, to ignore it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like he's he's meeting with and that's he's getting meeting there with, already. Yeah, meeting with the prime minister of Israel, and and he's and he's uh, and he's looking down. And he's like falling asleep and he's talking. Yeah, and, yeah. and it, exactly. it's so bad. It's so it's bad. pathetic. I it's know. pathetic. And, and I and CV, I would agree uh, with Brian as as far as you know, starting impeachment hearings. They have to. I, I would say, you know, you don't bring them up over every little thing, but these are big, big things. <laughs> And of course, his health is is the concern too for for a lot of Americans that don't understand that he he's no more than a figurehead, as we said before, for for Barack Obama. But um, you know, do you ever see anything turning out for this guy? I mean, uh, he's done so much wrong; it's hard to see anything that he's done that's right. Well, we're in uncharted waters, so we don't really know what's going to happen because they are going after Trump. With such vim and vigor, with these, with this latest indictments Stupid. hanging over his head, with uh, yeah. January sixth ridiculousness and and Jack Smith and all that, the American people are getting angrier and angrier, and they're calling Congress. I just called Jim Jordan the other day and left a message. Not that it's going to do anything, but at least he'll see that people, you know, that there's a buzz going on. The people are getting angry, and they're going to demand that. Joe Biden be impeached because the evidence has been overwhelming. We don't even need this further evidence. And no. It, it's, you know, this this further evidence is saying that, you know, Burisma, the only reason Burisma hired Hunter was to protect itself from investigations because they knew Joe Biden would get Shokin fired and Sh- and Shokin was going to expose all their corruption. So they ha- so they had to hire Hunter to get Biden to uh, go be the buffer. And right. it's such and he said it. And all Trump wanted to do was, you know, say, you know, look into this, and uh, and he's the one who gets impeached. You get you get impeached for asking questions, so it's all upside down, and uh, you never know things things could break our way very soon. We we just don't know. We're in uncharted waters. This is the the biggest scandal. Every time we think is uh, something is the biggest scandal, we thought RussiaGate was the biggest scandal. You know the. Crossfire Hurricane was the biggest scandal. Spying on Trump was the biggest scandal. And then this happened, and then that happened, and the, the vaccines. It's like every time they keep topping themselves, and it's just g- getting all out of proportion. And I don't, you know, the thing that really ticks me off, and I don't mean to go back to the media again, but I'm going to. For the, for the media, mainstream media, 
which me, CV, and Brian do not pay attention to at all, I don't think. You know, from, from what I hear, they just aren't reporting any of this stuff. And, you know, it gets it gets mind-numbing because what we're seeing are some of the excuses that they give that are just absolutely, you know, the biggest scandals that you could ever imagine. Oh, there's a cocaine bag found in the White House. <laughs> we know Hunter was there the day before, but the administration and, yeah. the, uh, and the media says, no, he wasn't. And then all of a sudden... Well, it was in a blind spot of the White House. We can't say that anybody that knew Hunter or Joe, and to the point where they're actually trying to place the blame, of course, on Donald J. Trump's feet. It's like, you know, how stupid are these people? How do people believe this stuff? How do they think that the security cameras and just in general, the security and uh, the Pentagon – don't know what's going on in every square fragment, every square inch, every square right. centimeter of that <laughs> White House. You got to be kidding me, man. Brian, it's a joke, and people should demand for more answers from this administration. But if they're too stupid to figure out that something went wrong with, with Epstein, something went wrong with the shooting in uh, Vegas, something went wrong with Cocaine Gate. It just keeps happening over and over and over again, and they keep accepting the worst excuses that no one should believe, ever, ever believe, could actually happen with this government. There's no chance they don't know. Well, it, ignorance is bliss, you know, and that I, I think that sums up um, – not all Americans, but a lot of Americans that don't want to pay attention. They don't want to pay attention to media. They don't want to pay attention to social media. They, you know, they they, they want to go on. They want to play their, you know, Farmville, you know, and you know, they just they don't want to deal with the, uh, the reality of what's going on around them, you know, because once you once you start paying attention and you start waking up to what's going on, it can, for a lot of people, it can be very depressing. And a lot of people, I, I mean, I mean, it, it's, it, it puts them into know, a tailspin because depressing. they because it's hard for them, you know, that, that saying, you know, you can't handle the truth. There's a lot of normies, uh, you know, not to, you know, not trying to degrade anybody, but there's just a lot of normal people out there that just can't handle the truth they really if they really knew the truth about what was going on around them they wouldn't be able to handle it yeah i have to agree with you 110 percent there and cv it, it's not that i think brian's right the public knows what's going on in general but they don't want to dig too much because uh for every johnny come lately it's depressing and it's scary besides why would the general public blame hunter biden for the cocaine in the West Wing when we all know it's global climate change. You know what I mean? It's because if if it wasn't for the heat... I, you know, I was... I <laughs> no, thought it might be that. If it, yeah, because if it, if it wasn't for the heat, we a person wouldn't feel tired and run down and he wouldn't need a bump. But, you know, when, yeah. when you have climate change caused by human beings, then, you know, you, you, need, a, you need a bump. You, even if you're in, the, even if you're working in the White House, it probably wasn't even Joe yep. Biden. It was probably the the maintenance guy who mops the floor. It's the, it's yeah, the White House. It was the guys house. that were re it was the guys renovating the Situation Room. That's what it was. The contractors, you know, you know, but you know the con dirty contractors. They would have just stuck it in their sock and it would have melted anyway. So you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Oh. All right, guys, listen, we got more segments to go. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on Deck, 94.9, News Now, and Stimulating Talk. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care and Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, gentlemen, this is the big question here, and it's something I wanted to kind of volley back and forth between the three of us. We have a new trial date set in classified documents case uh, for Trump. And 
we can see it's pretty obvious the DOJ wants to wait around uh, to indict Trump so that a trial takes place after he's already possibly gained the Republican nomination, which all signs point to yes. And it's been pretty clear he's the front runner and the others are just kind of trailing behind almost pathetically. You have uh, De Sanctimonious, who's the only one that's even really a fart cloud that's even hovering around Trump's perimeter. The rest of them are just absolutely a joke. Um, but the question is, as he is the front runner right now, and as I do believe he'll be the Republican nominee, they're setting and trying to spring traps for Donald Trump and for his supporters. And we've discussed before, it could get crazy. We have to be very careful what's said, not only here, but on uh, on social media, anywhere, really, because uh, they're out to tag us as these horrible people that support this horrible man and that we're the biggest danger to the country when, as a matter of fact, most Trump supporters that I've met all love the country. They support the military. They support our police. Uh, they're not out there to cause trouble, that's for sure. For the most part, they're supporting a man because of his love of country and because of his agenda. Is there any chance you see any of that happening, Brian? Is there any chance you see where they would actually arrest the man and really and by arrest him, I mean, put him in jail? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we already know he's been arrested because, you know, that's what happens when you get indicted. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got to, exactly. you know, turn yourself in. Yep. Uh, otherwise, you get Roger stoned. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's true. Um, you know, I, I, I'll just say this um, in a tactful way. I think the day that Donald Trump gets charged, convicted... And then shows up for a a, a, a you know a um, sentencing hearing and gets sentenced and then put into prison. Um, that is going to be a terrible, terrible day for this country, because I think that you're going to see um, you're going to see pushback across this country like you've never seen before. CV, I think one thing that we try to do on this show is give hope to what sometimes can seem hopeless. And I think when we see them attack him, we feel like they're attacking us. I do. I feel like they're attacking me when when they do yes. that to him. Uh, and I, yeah. I hear other people, you guys feel the same way. A lot of my family, a lot of my friends, they feel the same way. And that's because they are. Yes. Ultimately, they they hate us. They hate the fact that we actually put somebody in that's not part of the cabal, not part of the Washington, D.C. Republican uh, Democrat cabal. Um, so they are attacking us. And if they if they do anything like that, it, it, it'll be a further attack on us. But yeah. uh, I mean, I, I don't know what we would uh, even think would be the right appropriate defense or what they would think would be the appropriate defense to doing something like that. I don't know. They may not. They may not put Trump in jail proper. They may just confine him to his house in Mar-a-Lago, you know, house arrest. Yeah. They call that. Um, yeah. e either way, it's preposterous, and it's very astonishing and very aggravating to know that we all know how guilty Joe Biden is. The the wire transfers are all there. They're all corroborated. It's it's it's. A fact that they yep. were they that the Biden family were given money from China, Ukraine, and other countries. It's fact, and yet they're going after Donald Trump for nothing. He he said it on January sixth. Okay, go go to the Capitol peacefully and lawfully and protest peacefully and lawfully. But they cut that out and they don't repeat that. So they have nothing on him. It, it's they're going after him for nothing. He's an innocent man. And he's the, probably the cleanest, most innocent man in the country because they've been spying on him for 15 years. I mean, since 2015, not 15 years, 
2015, and well, they still. Know. And then this is the best they have. Get out of here! This is ridiculous. I don't know what's gonna happen. It. I think that God allows us to be put in an impossible situation, so that when He delivers us from this certain uh, defeat. Then we, then everybody's gonna know that Yahweh, the God of Israel, is God. Amen. I think, I think the, the time I was really set back after, I, I, I hate even saying the date, after the, the, the protest. I'm not trying to. In January, okay. Um, I remember, and I, I, I believe it was Kamala Harris. It may have been somebody else who went on TV and said it was the worst attack <laughs> on America since 9-11. It's and I sat there and I said, hold on, let me think about, all right, we had, we had Waco, we had Vegas shooting, which was done by multiple, and we know it was all big cover-up. We've had all these, I'm, I'm not going to, yeah, we're, we're, I'm not going to, yeah, Antifa, all that stuff. We've had so many attacks on our soil that led to deaths, and and the killing of of innocents and and their idea of the worst attack in American history. At least they said nine eleven was worse, I guess. But Brian, I mean, for anyone to sit there and actually say it, and some people actually believe this stuff, it's that people believe it. That's what's scarier than the idiots that are saying it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. A lot of people believe a lot of things in this, uh, you know, in this country. I mean, that's why they, you know, everything now is labeled conspiracy theorists you know, right. or conspiracy theory. Um, you know, if you believe um, anything that is uh, has any hint of truth, I mean, the, the 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 problem is is that you know, a lot of these things that that people are looking into um, that are not in the mainstream media. Um, get instantly labeled as a conspiracy. I, I, I posted a picture, uh, I mean a video, uh, the other day of the Pfizer plant in North Carolina that got damaged by the tornado. I didn't say anything on it. The video doesn't say anything in the video. Like, it's just a helicopter, you know, it, if you play the video, it's just a helicopter circling around the, the Pfizer plant that was destroyed. Nothing is said by the tornado. Where they Nothing had all that MDNA and all that. Well, whatever. But yeah. nobody said nobody said anything in the video itself, and I didn't post anything on the post itself. Okay, right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I got a I got a notification from Facebook that said that Facebook determined your post has the same false video and added a notice to the post. People who repeatedly false share. So I'm like, wait, what? And it's like an independent fact checker reviewed a similar video and said it was false. What's false? I don't understand. What's false? Uh, the, the fact the, that I mean, you it's shared, in a, the, shared a video that was from someone else and, and it's probably... In the, it's in the media... It is in the media. You can look it up. Google it yourself. You can see that the the that that, that there's several articles about the Pfizer plant getting damaged. I don't understand what they're saying is false. I am they're so saying that creeped the video out. Is false. I'm so creeped out by Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know how you could be on that platform. It's, it's got to be some, it's it's gotta he's gotta be so like creepy. Some, he's so creepy. It's got to be some thumbnail that has to do with the video. That's the only thing I could think. And it. Who yeah, and, and Mark Zuckerberg is a creepy guy that looks like Suck Data from Star Trek. I, I mean, you know, he, he is just the most, he is the, the creepiest looking, um, t uh, well, he just looks like Data. I can't help it. He looks like a, a Borg. Yeah. He looks like a Borg. He's not human. And he acts like one. He acts like one. That's the scariest part. Yeah, he does. He does. He sounds like a cyborg when he speaks. And the way he, the and way man, he censors. Dude, if I was looking, have you ever looked at his wife? How does somebody with that much money end up with a wife that looks like that? My God. And he spies I mean, is, on everybody on everybody that's on Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg can go into your computer anytime oh, yeah, he wants of and see every website that you've ever been on. And, yeah, if he wants to. And see every, every, every email, every chat message that you send. Every dirty picture yeah. that you look at, he knows everything. If he every feels like it, every band that he hands down, all that. Yep. 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 
All right, guys, listen, we're going to come back. We got two more segments to go, and then everybody's free. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. I left my heart in San Francisco. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck on 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. All right, guys, so on Thursday's broadcast of the Fox News Channel's Hannity... Couch Judiciary Committee Chairman Rep. Jim Jordan discussed an interview with FBI Foreign Intelligence Task Force Section Chief Laura Demlo, portions of which were released on Thursday, and said that the interview shows that the FBI refused to inform Facebook that the Hunter Biden laptop story was true, despite being directly asked by Facebook on the day it was released but that they did inform Twitter that the laptop story was authentic. Jordan said, what we learned this week is that that story comes out. The FBI just happens to be meeting with Twitter. Someone from Twitter asked the FBI, is the laptop real? The FBI, some agent answers yes, it is, and then quickly Some agent answers no. The FBI lawyer jumps in the conversation and says no further comment. So they confirmed it. Facebook asked the same question because that day, that was the biggest story and people were wondering and these companies were wondering. The FBI in the meeting with Facebook said no comment. Now, that was Jim Jordan himself. You know, the amazing thing to me is is we've covered it and I, I didn't really hear... Uh, Jim Jordan or the committee discuss this, and I don't know why they're not, we know that the FBI was working inside of Twitter mm-hmm. at the time. And and before all that really broke, before we knew that any of this was happening, the FBI was the ones that were inside of Twitter offices saying that the story was fake. Now that tells you right there, Brian... From the very beginning of Jump, off with this story, whether the story is as big as as it was now or as big as it was then, does not matter. There were people inside the FBI that were in the Twitter offices combing through stories on social media. It's it's as obvious as the nose on your face. It shows you that the FBI was in, in cahoots with Biden and this administration and the Democrats. It's easy to see that. Very easy. Absolutely. We, the, the FBI is the most corrupt, one of the most corrupt agencies. I mean, the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, they're all corrupt. It's a, uh, yeah, I don't know how many times we could be, yeah, how many times we could beat the, uh, beat a dead horse and, and, and try to get people to wake up. Um, you know, they are 100% compromised. You know, when you see the FBI um, infiltrating Catholic churches, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're yeah. infiltrating Catholic churches, violating the First Amendment rights of, of Americans. Um, be, because why? Because Catholic churches. Now, listen, say what you will about Catholic churches. I understand they have their they, they have their problems, uh, uh, terrible ones. But I mean, you know, are, are people that, you know, that they that go into a Catholic church on Sunday uh, terrorists? No. You know, are 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 you know, are mothers against you know uh, grooming uh, children, uh, terrorists? No, you know what I mean. Like you, you you've had all of these different uh, groups of people by the FBI that have been um, infiltrated and and you know and surveilled and everything else. So it, it it doesn't surprise me that the FBI would do this with Twitter. You know, and vi- and and again, violating the First Amendment rights of American citizens to post things online, and and you know, I I often you know wonder, and this you know, and this you know, is something that everybody should kind of ponder. You know, 
Facebook is real quick to say fact checkers, right? Oh, fact checker, mm-hmm. fact checker, yeah, fact, fact checker. checker. Yep. You know, Garbage. Is is fact checker a, a cover name for a FBI agent? Probably. Well, it certainly we would say that uh, fact checkers on either Facebook or Twitter certainly have a political agenda, CV. That's obvious. I know that Checker was the name of a great rocker who died recently, but that was Chubby Checker. Yeah. But anyway, Chubby. this is all about election interference. Everything the FBI does seems to be to protect the Democrats and hurt the Republicans' chances in the next election coming up. And they believe that national security means keeping Democrats in power. They think us uh, Republicans or conservatives or patriots, whatever the, whatever you want to call us, you know, libertarians even, are, uh, are a threat to democracy. Threat to democracy. Oh, like, you're telling me that it's democracy for the DOJ to go after the president's uh, worst opponent, highest opponent, and and uh, that's democracy to keep him out of the race. That's democracy. You're always talking about threat to democracy, and he, and you're using the the Department of Justice to take out your opponent so that we don't get a chance to vote for the person that we want. Isn't that supposed to be democracy to vote for the person you want? But the FBI has to put their finger on the scale all the time. In 2020, was hiding the hunter's laptop in. Uh, in 2018, it was it was the uh, Russia collusion and the Mueller probe, and that and we lost the House and Senate because of that because Donald Trump was under a cloud and everybody thought he was conspiring with Russia, and then now 2022, uh, what, what was what was the the issue and did in 2022? We even lose it now that we know that our vote means nothing. Yep. And then in twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty four, you have all, all these indictments coming down on Donald Trump. Anything that anything is good as long as they can interrupt and uh, derail Donald Trump and uh, in, in, in interfere in the elections. And they always try to use they always try to use a a uh, a part of their argument as we would present it as well as like. You know, because they say we are blind conservatives that support law enforcement, right? So on January 6th, they say, well, it was some conservative that killed a police officer. Or they always say, well, it was someone that was blocking democracy in the American right. And they always try to interject that as if we're supposed to believe those commies give a good goddamn about America. They could care less. Yep. And any t- the only time they care is when it pushes their narrative and they use the very thing that we cherish against us as their argument. Yeah. But the truth is, they don't care about any of that stuff. They hate democracy. They hate our republic. They hate our police. They hate our mi- military. They hate our flag. They hate us. Yep. But as long as they can hide behind it to push an agenda, Brian, they're comfortable with doing that. But the bottom line is... What's happening and what's transpiring right in front of our eyes is exactly what they want. And that is exactly why it's happening, because they're pushing the agenda. The media is allowing them to do it, and we're allowing them to do it as well. Well, I mean, you know, the good thing is, is that, you know, um, everything that's done in secret always, always comes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, uh, the, it, it always comes out. Um, truth always prevails. And, you know, and that's just the laws of the universe. And, you know, and so the 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 good thing about it is that I think people is it for all of their attempts to silence the truth. I think people understand that they are not trusted. They're not trusted sources. If Facebook puts a claim that something is a lie, you know what I mean? You automatically know that it's, it, it, it's that it's that it is at least 
partially truthful, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them that much credit and say that it's totally you know you know without a shadow of a doubt it is 100% factual. But you know that they're being deceptive. As soon as they put a notice on your post, you know that to be deceptive. And whether it's Instagram and the other or whatever. Part about that TV is they shouldn't decide what we read whether it's real or not. When did that ever become the narrative here in the United States of America <laughs> that you can right. block people from reading things because because yeah. they're saying it's not real? I, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, and a fiction and nonfiction. A federal <laughs> right. judge just ruled that uh, the FBI and the DOJ has to cease and desist from trying to influence social media to uh, to to uh, censor us. Fit their narrative. To censor yeah. us and to and to spy on us and everything else. Now they they're, now they're rolling out AI and now AI is going to do it for them. They're going to be like, oh well, right. it wasn't us. It was AI. Yeah, but you programmed it to do that. So that's going to be the next thing. <laughs> and it will be. It'll still be them anyway. Listen. We got one more to go. Everybody stick around. I want to talk about a movie I took my kids to see. And I want to talk about it with Brian and CV. It's pretty disturbing. Don't go anywhere. Freedom on deck. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Call. Welcome back to Freedom on Deck, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. We went to see a movie, me and my kids, the other night, and it was the first time I had been to a movie house in a very long time. Uh, the experience was good. Nice movie house. Um, it was over in Keene, New Hampshire. They had a nice setup with uh, with Darth Vader in there. There were some Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Much better movie theater than you'd ever find out there in good old Long Island. But we went to see the new Spider-Man, which is animated. It's the Spider-Verse, which is... uh, I don't know the full name of the movie right now. It's something in the Spider-Verse. It's animated. And the animation was good. I didn't have any complaints about that. The movie was too long. I did did complain about that a little bit. But the the young man that plays the Spider-Man character... That is the main characters that there's a... First of all, there's like a thousand different Spider-Mans yeah. in this movie. It's it's ridiculously uh, hard to follow with all that. But the young man is in Brooklyn. His father is being sworn in as the police chief. And of course, he's a minority. Uh, he's a black man. His wife's Latina. Um, and he's a police officer, and Spider-Man is his son. He doesn't know Spider-Man is his his son, but that's not what I'm worried about. One of the earliest lines delivered by the character who's the father is over uh, a, a certain crime that's committed and the police being in a chase scene. And the first statement that comes out of his mouth is, no wonder... The public hates us so much, as a, and he means as a police officer. Uh, right then and there, and that was in the very early onset of the movie, one of the first scenes in the movie. Um, later, there's also an anarchist Spider-Man that comes along towards the end. Uh, one of the Spider-Girls, Spider-Women, I guess, is a lesbian who's pregnant with the other lesbian, which ends up, you start getting the idea that it it is a trans man uh, as a oh, lesbian. Man. So there's all that, um, and a very twisted message about the police. That's not the worst thing they said about law enforcement in the movie, by the way. Uh, there are many digs taken at law enforcement. Um, of course, it was in a uh, leftist kind of way, and very disturbing to me, and, and I didn't like the fact that my kids sat through that, and I made sure to tell both uh, Tristan and Liam that we do not feel that way, we don't celebrate movies like that. I should have walked out on the movie while I had a chance, but uh, anyway, we didn't. We sat through it, but my kids 
My kids don't believe in that anyway, yeah. so I don't really have to worry too much about that. Um, but CV, the message right from the onset of attacking the police spoke volumes to me. It, it, it is something that Hollywood, liberal media, uh, and the Democrat Party certainly are in line with. It's just frustrating that they could be so brazen about it. And truthfully, guys, I haven't seen it. Nobody's been talking about it. I thought that this movie was disgusting. Well, the left always say, don't paint with a broad brush. Don't be biased. Don't don't uh, be bigoted and think all, all of this demographic is one way and that demographic is this way. And meanwhile, right. they're calling all police um, something to be hated uh, with uh, systemic racism in there and all that. Well, we know there are good cops and bad cops, just like in any industry, just like in yes. any walk of life. There's good and bad people. You know, some cops let their power go to their heads, but uh, we need we need the police to you know to keep order, or else there'd be total chaos. And this movie is just another example of how Hollywood uh, tries to pepper every one of their productions with leftist liberal propaganda messaging. It's sickening. I can't even watch uh, Netflix. It's you know we're paying for Netflix. And I don't even watch it because it's everything is sickening on there. It's everything has has to have a message. Everything has to yeah, be you, preachy, 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 preachy. Enough with the preachy. Just you know, just entertain. Why do you got to be? You know what I mean? I I don't even like movies that have you know necessarily to have uh, conservative messaging in it. Just tell the story. And somebody's as young as my son Tristan Brian. Um, he can go to these movies by himself now. This is a PG movie. So if I hadn't gone in right. with them, I wouldn't know. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's parents need to understand you need to go in to watch these movies. I mean, you know, what Disney and Marvel and all these things that is pumping out. We know what Disney's about. I mean, yep. let's face it. We know what Disney's uh, absolutely. About. They, um, they, uh, they, they, they've, they've been about that. You know, Walt Disney was a Freemason. There's a, there's a, the 33 club in, in Walt Disney world. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and it's a $10,000 membership per year. Yeah. Um, you know what it's about anyway. So, you know, but having said that, you know, I think the important takeaway from all this is that we as parents, as a society, need to be way more engaged in what our children are watching, what they're looking at online, what they are seeing in school. You know, we can't just turn a blind eye and say, well, it's YouTube and, oh, I put on, you know, you know, kitty cartoons for them on YouTube and, 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 and expect that YouTube is not going to lead them to some sort of inappropriate right. content. You yeah, can't. You can't and it's say designed I'm, that way. Right, it's designed that way. You can't say I'm gonna. Oh, it's 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 Marvel. It's Spider Man. I'm gonna let him go and watch Spider Man. Well, well, you can't do that because you know during the last Buzz Lightyear or whatever, you know there was like a gay scene in there. Yeah, like, yeah. And if you and if you don't align with that, then you know maybe you you should be sitting and watching the movie with your kids, or maybe you should go watch the movie first and say whether it's appropriate or not. They did it with Little Mermaid, the newest Little Mermaid, where the Little Mermaid is uh, is a black girl, you know, okay. a black mermaid. And, and, and the same thing. She, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a scene where she's kissing another female mermaid. Right. Yeah. You know, it, they're well, putting it in your face. Well, these these, uh, these woke movies are crashing. Hollywood is crashing. There's going to be a uh, there's uh, going to be a strike, a writers' strike, and Hollywood is going to crumble. Meanwhile, you have the Sound of Freedom that's uh, made like a hundred million dollars yesterday. I know, good and, call. Yes, and uh, I I saw that movie. It was pretty great, and the seats were like my living room uh, fold out chairs, whatever you call it, recliners. Uh, nice. Anyway, but the movie is breaking all kinds of records, and that's the way to the future. People want to see wholesome movies with a good, positive message. It would be nice to see that as the way of the future. Unfortunately, everything that's being bought up, and Brian brings up Disney. What, Disney owns, like, Marvel. Now they own Star Wars. They own everything right now. And it's all this, uh, this, this, this co the globalist cabal 
movement that's behind Disney films and everything's with Disney now. So when they release a movie like that, which has done very well at the box office, despite the media trashing it, of course, because it's about something that that they certainly don't want to paint a light on, which is uh, child exploitation, sex exploitation, the sex sex trade industry that Donald Trump was actually putting good den in and Joe Biden has back through the roof again. And Brian, the reason for that is because that's exposing their world to us. And that's a problem. Sure. How many, how many, how many Disney employees have been rounded up and caught up within uh, child trafficking uh, in the last five years? Many. Hundreds. 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 People don't even realize. They don't even know because it's not in the media. You know why? Because they own the media. Of course. Of course. It's it's the same thing with China. You You don't hear anything bad about China for the same reason. Right. Yep. You got executives, CEO, you know, not not the C, not the CEO, but you have executive officers in the Disney, um, you know, in the Disney company that are that were caught up in those some of those arrests. I think the bottom line is be very careful what your children are watching, whether it's in your home or at the theater or in school or at sporting events, wherever your children are going, make sure, make sure you're communicating with your kids. You, that's the biggest thing for parents out there. You have to be able to communicate with your children. Make sure you know what's going on 24-7 because that's what they look for. They look for open opportunities. If they can't exploit them one way, they're at least going to get inside their heads and make them hate the very fabric that this country is made of. And that is exactly why this administration is going in the direction that it is. And we're absolutely thankful to have all you guys listening this week. We'll be back next week, regular format. We'll have some guests and and us three again. Don't go anywhere. Stick here for the week. Stick here with Lee Elsie, Wayne Allen Root, Freedom on Deck, The Whole Nine, Rocky. And also remember, same freedom time, same freedom station here with Freedom on Deck. God bless America.